Hello, welcome back to the Shadow of the Cross. This is your host, Jeff. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Deezer, Podcast Index, and Spotify. So, another thing I'd like to point out is, hopefully this weekend I can get us on a couple more platforms, so we would be available everywhere you listen to podcasts. That would be wonderful. Um, also, you can reach out to us on Facebook at Shadow of the Cross Podcast Group, and we also have a page, Shadow of the Cross. It's linked to the group, so it's easy to find that way. You can also email us at Shadow of the Cross Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, with that being said, we are doing something a little bit different today. We had a couple scheduling hiccups. However, before we actually recorded the last show, we sat down and had a discussion regarding the congressman uh, who, closing prayer, he closed with a man and a woman. So we go into talking about that. And it kind of takes us down a little bit of a rabbit hole, you could say. And it gets kind of interesting. Uh, there's a couple jabs back and forth. Definitely enjoyed the conversation. We hope you will too. So, all things aside, let's get right into it. Also, want to say that uh, if you stick around to the end, I got a little bit of a surprise for you. But yeah, the uh, the whole a man and a woman thing. You know, that's one of the things. Like, you, I I thought that was ridiculous. I I really did. But after. Uh, Thinking it over, praying, got an answer from God almost immediately. Right. You know? And it kind of goes along with what I'm trying to push with what we're trying to do is, you know, loving and caring. Is, uh, you're also nurturing. So you're teaching so that people can grow in a certain direction, in a more upright direction. Not Not so much trying to create a certain type of person but more and less trying to get them to the person they need to be, you know? Well, and, and, and that's, you're right. You, that's what we're here to put on, to do on the search to do is, is to help people. You know, uh, we've been blessed with the instructions, you know, we know where it is and how to find it. You know, we're, we're called to help those people as well to find those instructions. And so they can follow it on how God's leading them. Right. And that's the thing. And, that's how I've come to look at it because of what God's given me is, yeah, it happened. Should it have happened? No. Will it happen? Yeah, because there's people who don't understand it. And as long as you put uh, the education out there for people to understand it without belittling anybody, that's the big issue. You, you can't be loving and be downgrading somebody at the same time. Well, that's the you big really problem can't. with, you know, the past in the church. You know, they, they've belittled people who, when they've done wrong, you know, when they can't say that, that, uh, this person can't be a believer because they go out every weekend and drink to an excess or that's, they, 
go out and do this. So, with, like, with this pastor, you know, who did the amen and a woman, we, you're right. We can't belittle them for right. it. And that's, and that's the thing, too. You know, I, I can't remember who I heard it from. Um, I, I, I think it was somebody in my men's group. And he said, you know, he was always told that, you know, once you stop seeing cigarette butts outside the door of the church, it's time to find a new church. And, I mean, that kind of, that's a big, uh, that's a big message right there because the church is supposed to be, I mean, the church, the building of worship, that's supposed to be a hospital. You're supposed to be there to come together as a congregation to absolve yourself of your sins, to be there searching for the help, to be a better person. You're not supposed to go there to belittle somebody and, you know, look down on them because they're, you know, maybe not dressed as nice as you. Maybe they don't follow the same creed as you. And maybe they do things they shouldn't do. But you know what? If So do you. Uh, <laughs> so do I. I right. mean, that's it. Oh, yeah. You know, nobody's perfect. I'm not perfect. And that's one thing I want to strive for with this podcast is if, if I'm going to sit here and be in front of somebody saying, hey, this is the what the word says, I'm also going to sit here and be in front of somebody and be like, this is what I need help with. This, this is where I need you to pray for me because I need the strength to get through this. Mm. And that's, that's something like the men's group that, uh, I go to, you know, this past Monday, I, I opened up deeply and kind of got into, you know, something I've been, it that I had been uh, dealing with for about a week, maybe two weeks, um, it really opened up, and you know, I, I was sinning. I I was sinning, and I let them know. I'm not going to tell you what I was doing right now because that's for later on down the road. Um, but it, it's, I want to say it's amazing that you know when you do, because the Bible tells you, you know you. It tells you to confess your sins amongst your fellow man. And, you know, in doing so, you're, you're confessing to Christ. Right. Because you're opening up, you're creating that trust, you're creating that love bond with somebody, you know. And when you ask for forgiveness, you're more likely to get it right then and there. And it's amazing how quick my life turned around because I call, I even called you and it said, Hey, look, you know, I was, you know, I was just in this spot where, you know, I was down. I, I was, I wasn't lost, but I felt stagnant. Well, truth be told, I was lost because mm-hmm. I was sinning mm-hmm. and like almost instantly, you know, I walked out of, I walked out of that house renewed, and, you know, and that, that, that's, that's really the the amazing thing about when you follow Christ and God, you know, when 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 you do step off that path, you know, because we're all going to. We all have, we're going to again, you know, it's it's on us to to realize that we are, but it's the the true amazing thing like I was saying is that God's always there to pick you back up. And every time he will forgive you and he it just takes that weight off your shoulders because he takes it from you, literally takes that from you. And, you know, 
it's good to be in a group like that because we're not meant to do all this on our own. You know, it, it says it in the Bible, you know, we're two or more together. I am there. Right. And how can he take that forgiveness from you if he's not there? Right. Or how can he forgive you if he's not there? Exactly. Yeah. And, and another thing I want to touch on too is because you thought you, you brought up the fact that, you know, he will forgive you again and again and again. And, you know, we had this, I had this conversation with, um, a young man and, uh, I say young, I don't know. He looked like maybe a couple of years older or younger than us, if that. Um, but, <clears throat> excuse me. He, we were, we were talking about Leviticus. He brought up Leviticus and I forget why, but I mean, he's, oh, because he goes, it's such a boring book. And it's true. You know, when I was younger, before I had left the church, I, you know, I'd read through Genesis. I'd read through Exodus. And, and that's some interesting stuff. I mean, you get some good stories there, but you get to Leviticus and everything just kind of goes downhill interest wise because it starts talking about, um, you know, the laws of the land, uh, you know, sacrifice, how to do sacrificing, uh, God's commandments for building the, the holy place, you know, and the priests, uh, robes and stuff like that. And it's a very dull book, but at the same time, it's full of a lot of information. And one of the things that you brought up, it, it comes from Leviticus, you know, where it talks about for, forgiving somebody and it says that uh, I can't remember the scripture I just finished the book of Leviticus but it says even if your neighbor comes back to you seven times and says he has wronged you seven times you are supposed to forgive him every single time he comes mm-hmm. back to you mm-hmm. even if it's the same thing over and over and over again every time he comes back to you and says hey please forgive me you're supposed to forgive them now don't get me wrong you know forgiving Somebody and, um, where am I going with this? Uh, <laughs> but you know, lost in your for, train of thought, yeah, again, huh? <laughs> just when it becomes repetitive, you know what to expect of that person, you know, and it, it's kind of hard to put your trust in that person. So, so again, and it just, it just came to my mind though, you know, like you said, it, it becomes repetitive. You know, it gets harder and harder every time, right? Yeah, I mean, but I mean, you can still love somebody and forgive them, but just not trust them. Well, you know, because let's say somebody's, you know, if somebody's living with, let's say you were, you and a friend had, you know, gotten an apartment together or something, and come to find out, you know, that friend came up to you and said, "Hey, man, look." um, I saw those five dollars on the on the counter. I knew it was yours. I took it because I needed it. I needed the gas money. I'm sorry, you know. And uh, according to Leviticus, he takes that money from you. He's supposed to give that money back, and he does. Let's say he does, okay. But you know, okay, you forgive him. Well, a week goes by, and those seven days, each seven days, he comes up and he's been taking something from you. Okay, well. Now you're in a situation where you're struggling to forgive him. What, how do you correct that situation? So again, it, it's like I was, you're, you're kind of getting into what I was trying to say is that, yeah, it's a struggle to forgive him. And that's why it's so hard. 
And that's why Jesus is who he says he is. That's the reason why Jesus is, is fully man and fully God. You know, because he's able to forgive every single time. Whereas for us, it gets harder in each and every time. But that last time that we do forgive them, or, or the the fifth, the sixth, the seventh, the eighth, the ninth, every time it feels a little bit better for us. Because forgiveness, again, isn't, isn't necessarily for us. It's for the person across from you. Right. And, and to answer your question, though, to, to rectify that situation, you know, it's, it's okay to forgive them and, and truly and full heartedly do forgive them. But one or two things got to give, right? He, either he's going to have to, he's going to have to pay for what he has done. And whether it be, uh, uh, to you or, or, to somebody else who he's done that against, ultimately he's going to have to pay that to God. And I don't think there's anything wrong with with stepping away and putting putting up a – I don't want to say a wall or anything, but that, that, that security to where you're no longer leaving that item out. Right. Well, I, what I'm saying is maybe it's not just money, you know. Maybe he saw something that you had that he wanted and you couldn't find it. Well, come to find out he took it. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe a hoodie or shoes or, you know, a bat or a baseball card or whatever. It, it, the object doesn't matter. What matters is, um, the actions. Right. On both parties, his actions and your actions. And what I was getting at, and the reason why I asked you, you have to rectify the situation in order for it to end. Right. Because at, at some point, whether, you know, you have to call for justice, you know, hey, look, I need this back. I need my stuff back. Um, you call the cops. Cops get involved. Maybe you have to go to court. Whatever. Okay, well, now you're seeking justice for these actions. Doesn't mean you can't forgive him. No. no. But one thing's for certain is now you know how he acts and the best course of action in order to not be involved in that situation again is not share you know uh residence with him right so now you're you're separating yourself you can still love somebody and not be around them you know and and that's 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 one of the things that we are really starting to lose sight of is how to actually love somebody and you look at today's world and like the amount of hatred going on between two two sides of a political spectrum is ridiculous. And I have, I have friends on the other side of the spectrum that we could actually sit down and have full conversations with and walk away and still have respect for each other. Right. I, I think, I hope, <laughs> um, because I know I will have some respect for them and I'm not going to, you know, I, one, one thing's for certain is I'm not going to talk down about them once I turn away. Right. Um, I have seen where some that I thought were respectable enough not to do that. You know, on Facebook, you know, a couple posts down where, you know, those people aren't, you know, uh, that they don't agree with aren't involved with that post and they're straight just laying waste to them. It's like, wait a minute. Right. You know, and it's very disheartening. And another thing, you know, I saw, uh, excuse me. I saw the, uh, when the, when back during the time of the election, you know, people coming out and, Oh, I I voted for so and so because I'm a Christian, and this is this is my Christian belief. Okay, that's fine. 
I voted for who I voted for because I talked to God. God told right. me who. I actually, the weekend before the actual vote took place, I changed my vote because I talked to God about it. Right. And as long as you have that, you know, through your heart, it doesn't matter who you voted for. Because at the end of the day, what matters is God's will. Well, ultimately, at the end of the day, with any type of leadership, God's going to put there. Right. And God calls us out to, to, to respect that. Is it Romans? Uh, I, I forget the scripture. Um, I just read it not that long ago, too. But, yeah, that's in the book of Romans where you know it says any, any government set in place is set in place by me. Right. Right. And, and as far as... You know, political views and stuff like that. People vote for who they feel they need to be voting for. Both sides of the political spectrum, even I, I say both sides, when there's multiple groups of libertarians and, and right. Democrats and Republicans, but, I mean, all certain, of them. Certain groups line up with certain well, other groups. And eventually you get this divide down the middle and you, you have five groups here, five groups here that finally decide, hey, we can join up. And then... You know, they come flying in on each other, and I'm going to send my mic across the <laughs> room here. <laughs> well, and, and, but, you know, each one of them do have Christian views. I mean, you can go, yes, yeah, some of them, they both parties have sinful natures. I mean, it, it, it comes back down to, you know, individuals, right? And, I mean, we all have sinful natures, and so does all the political parties. I mean, I can rattle off a few, like the Democrats, you know, they believe in, and again, not to get into too, too much of a political view here, but you know, they believe in helping out people, right? right? They want to help out the poor. They want to give to the poor. They want to, they want that, right? Right. And some believe. Well, well, the big, the big factor there is the big difference between the two is how to do it. Right. You know, so, and. It all comes down to your moral compass and how you think it should be done is where you fall. But I mean, that wasn't really where I was going with this, with this topic. Um, I wanted to bring up, uh, the fall of Babylon because one of, one of the biggest, uh, one of the biggest comments that hit me hard was, uh, well, I voted against Trump because he doesn't have any Christian moral compass. Well, my, my claim, my argument to that is he might not be a Christian man, but he is doing work for the Christians. So for the most part, it it might be, it it might be for his glory, but he's doing it and it ends up glorifying God. And I want to bring up the fall of Babylon because King Cyrus was not a godly man. And God commanded him to destroy Babylon. So, and, and, and you know all all valid points, and and you know I absolutely agree with you. You know I got into a discussion a little bit on Facebook about this myself. You know because you know Trump calls himself out to be a Christian man and and all this stuff, and and uh, I seen a comment saying that how can he be right? With all this news that's going on bad about him, you know, people call him out to be a racist, people call him out to be sexist, people call him out to be this, that, and another thing, you know, and and I simply told the people that I was talking to is that how can you 
judge a man's character of what he's saying, not not character, judge a man's faith by by those things because we all sin, right? You know, yeah, he he, what he does behind closed doors, you don't know. He could be opening his Bible and praying overnight every night and 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 reading scripture and stuff like that, but he's just like you, he's just like me. We're men, we're we're people. We are gonna fall short of the grace of God. Oh yeah, and you know, even at the end of the day, like today, today for example, when I was heading up to uh, Guitar Center to get these new headphones that I got, like I'm, I got stuck behind uh, a truck. I was in the middle lane, and we were in the the uh, oh, we were in the four lane section coming up to Bristol Road. Um, I was in the middle left lane. There was a car right next to me on the middle right lane. A car in front of him, a truck in front of me, and then a car on the left lane. And they were all going the same speed. Nobody was moving around anybody. (laughs) Road rage gets the best of us. You know, and to be (laughs) honest, like, if you really want to see my true nature. (laughs) Put you behind the wheel. (laughs) Sit with me in a car because I drive down to Troy. On a daily basis almost because I work down there. And you get down to that Detroit area and that, oh, you know, it took a long time for me to just let that one go. <laughs> Jesus, but, take the wheel. Take it yeah, from you're my right. Hands. I, I don't want to hear you sing. <laughs> but, I don't uh, think nobody else does but, too. So, <laughs> But I, I looked at, you know, the, the truck in front of me and the car to my left and I, the first thing out of my mouth was, Hey, you guys are stupid. <laughs> and, and my son's in the back seat. Don't say stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Your son is hilarious. But and immediately I caught myself, but I still did it. And okay, maybe it was an impulse, but it still happened. And I, I kind of, I don't, I don't know. I, I like, I get what, uh, Dave is saying. You know, I, I, he, he's Pastor Dave. I, I don't put a label on him because, you know, he's, he's family more than anything else. He's family more than a pastor to me. So I've gotten to the point where I don't call him Pastor Dave. Um, but he, you know, he, he says, you know, if it's, if it's not intentional, then it's not sin. And like the more I think about it, the more I don't agree with that. So, so, and again, it's because to, to a degree, so, so again, you got to look at it from this perspective of, of when you first started, right? When you first started that road rage incident back when you were 17, 18 years old, right? You know, when, when, when that anger got to get there fast. <laughs> You're in my way now. <laughs> you know, it was, that's when the sin started, right? right. So that was the, that was the act. That was the willful known act against God. Now, so now, now here, here's, here's one for you because at the time I was not at the church and I've pretty much all, I, I pretty much lost my way at that point. So, I mean, yeah, I'm still sinning, but I mean, does it really, you know, under that pretense that I brought up, is it really sin? Because now I don't know that it's a, so, you know, in, act against God. In, in, all right, so it was a willful, no, it, 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 we all it had. Willfully, so 
we so all, what you want to emphasize on is you're willfully doing it. Yeah. Whether you realize it's against God or not, you're willfully doing it. And, and because we all have the spirit in us, right? Right. We, we all know that right from wrong. That's you know? true. And, and so when you know raging out behind the wheels wrong, whether you're a Christian or not, you know you shouldn't. Get on someone's, well, most of us should. I mean, <laughs> there are some people out there who will excuse that behavior. But, you know, I, I, I would like to believe that when it first starts to resonate, those people know, you know. So in that instance, you know, that that's when you first knowfully, willfully act against God. And fr- from there forward, when it is that impulse, because – you let it fester for so long, it, it, at that moment, it was a willful known act because you let it become a habit. Okay. I, I see what you're saying there. So, but, you know, um, now that it's no longer a habit, but it still comes up from time to time, is that a sin? Well, I would still say yes. Because it's an impulse. And according to Dave... You know, because it's an impulse and it's not something you thought about, it's not a sin. But is it really an impulse? I mean, really, really get down to it. So what you're saying is more residual habit than impulse. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just, I also think that that's just an excuse. Fair enough. I can get behind that. You know. If you're trying to make an excuse for how you're not sinning. So this is what you, you're saying, right? You know, yeah. I mean, you know, so let's take you for an example of, you know, raging out, calling someone stupid behind the wheel is wrong, right? What are you doing about it? Well, I, I immediately stopped. I mean, you, you can't stop them in the middle of the highway and go, hey, look, I called you stupid. I'm sorry. Will you forgive me? But, you know, I, I stopped and I'm like, oh, man, that, that was just completely foolish of me. You know, that I, I shouldn't have done that. You know, uh, God, please forgive me. And that, that's actually the conversation I had. Right. Right then and there. You know, I, cause I, I did, I did catch myself. So I, is that I still it? did it. You know? So is that it? Is that what? Is that it? Is that all you did? In terms of. <laughs> so what I'm, I guess what I'm trying to drive at is, is that in that moment, yeah, you asked for forgiveness. Great. Fine. You know, awesome. You've been, you've been forgiven. God, God loves you and you've been forgiven. You know, Jesus and all that stuff. But. What else? It takes more. You know that's an issue. So when you come home, are you still praying about it? Are you dealing with that issue? I, I haven't addressed it yet, but yeah, it's going to be a topic of prayer when I get, you know go to bed. Right. So so that's why I guess what I'm trying to drive at is those habit forming things. Yeah. When 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 we do it right, a cuss word slips. Right. Oh Lord, forgive me. Right. Right. And we just leave it there. Yeah, no, you, the problem. You, you do have to, you, you do have to take the accountability and you do have to have the discussion with Christ. Um, you know, driving, it's not really ideal time, but however, you can sit there and, you know, you can have a conversation with Christ like you're talking to somebody sitting across. Oh, the, like, absolutely. Like we're talking right now. It, it's just, you know, it's not something I felt I needed. I mean, yeah, I, I asked for forgiveness and kind of had that brief conversation with him right then and there. And, you know, um, and mind you, I'm not trying to get down on you about, right, about right. that. No, I'm just no, no. Using that as an I, example. I, yeah. But, you know, when I bow my head tonight, it's going to be more in depth. Right. You right. Know? 
Be- because there is a time and a place for things. Right. Oh, absolutely. And, and driving is not a time you want to close your eyes <laughs> about your head. Jesus, take the wheel. Yeah. Yeah, that song's going to be pretty prominent in this conversation, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Well, and and I guess that's really what I'm trying to drive at, you know, when when we do have those oh poop moments, right, that we just can't say, Lord, forgive us and and move on from our day. It also takes more, right? Right. And that also – And that's kind of – that's funny that you say that because that kind of falls along the same principles of uh, Catholicism and their confessions. Okay, say this many Hail Mary, right. pray to this angel, blah, 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 and you're good to go. And nobody really addresses the problem. Right. And, and, and don't think that I'm trying to crap on a uh, religion here, because I'm not, because the main goal of this podcast is to bring everybody together. But in order to come together, you really have to realize where you're falling short. Right. And, you know, one of the, one of the podcasts that I listen to, is uh called the confessionals and the host there do you have the right to say that <laughs> I, I don't know. I, i'm gonna you know what i'm gonna plug him anyways because it is my favorite podcast but he's he is a man of god right and i'm sure he deals with this on a regular because his daily job is a truck driver but one of the you know his his outro when he you know ends the show is remember the truth will set you free but first it'll piss you off Right. And that is true. <laughs> you that, know, is, that is true because when you're set in your ways doing something and it's wrong and you find out it's wrong, oh, you are. Well, that's, that's, that's <laughs> wrong with society nowadays. I mean, if you really look at it, people are, um, so upset when they get told they're doing something wrong. That's, that's the reason why now, you know, we hand out participation trophies and that's the reason why, you know, we gotta be, nice and calm when we tell them that people can't take that constructive criticism right you know oh they, yeah you got to be open to it and well, and, and that's another thing too and we've gotten away from the constructive criticism to be honest like it's one thing as friends and you know each other and you you know when you you're bashing your friend and your friend knows you're joking and knows you're actually being constructive even though it doesn't sound like it to other people you know that's one thing but when you do it to somebody you don't know Right. That's a completely other thing because there's no love in that. Right. You know, like the way we treat each other, you know, somebody from the outside would be like, man, do those guys hate each other? <laughs> you know, and, but no, I mean, we're, it's kind of our way of correction, a way of accountability. And because it's, we, we enjoy it. Well, I mean, not only that, I, I know. So for me, at least. At any point, we'll, we'll take my work for example. If, if at any point I'm doing something wrong, I always tell people, hey, from, from the top down, I mean, if I'm doing something wrong, tell me. For one, I don't know if I'm doing it wrong. Right. So let me know. And if I am doing it wrong, I want to be able to do it right. You know, so you got to be able to be open to, to understand that, hey, you're doing something wrong. So, Oh, I didn't know. I mean, it's it's not a bad thing when you get told that you're doing something wrong. Right. And it is I mean, yeah, it's going to irritate you because well, one you didn't know it, but two, you know, it gives you a chance to fix it. And if you don't recognize that you need to fix it, you're not going to, you're going to keep doing it wrong. 
and things are going to fall apart for you. Right. And I just had, I actually just had this conversation with my manager at work because, you know, a new year, the way 2020 was, um, it, you know, nothing was really copacetic. Uh, that's a big word. Can you, can you define that for me? <laughs> copacetic? Copa, can you spell it? <laughs> I, I'm not that smart. <laughs> I can't spell it. I, I can tell you, I, I can kind of, Give you a uh, non-Wikipedia meaning of it. I mean, it, do you have the rights to that? <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, nothing. You know, in twenty twenty, nothing really meshed together. Okay. Nothing really came together. There was no unity between anything. A lot of aspects of it, but it was a struggle. Our workload wasn't there, and I work. You know, my pay is. It's flat rate. I, I'm I'm a collision tech. I get paid by the jobs that come in, not by the hours that I'm on the clock. And it's not like that every place, but this place it's pretty much commission. You know, right, I, I get paid right. a set amount for the work that I do on a vehicle. So if there's only 20 hours worth of work coming to me in a week, and I'm there for 40 hours, I'm still only getting paid 20 hours. Right. And I'm not going to sit here and go, well, it's not fair. Because the other 20 hours I was there, I didn't do anything. So why should I get paid? Right. Now, my company is generous enough to where, you know, if you fall short a week, you know, they'll, they'll give you some sort of compensation for it. But the following check, they take that back. It's more of like a temporary loan. Right. With no interest. Um, but yeah, I just had that conversation with my boss. I was like, like, you know, because we don't really do we don't do evaluations there, and I was like, you know, I wouldn't mind getting at least you know a six month evaluation here and there because I would like to know where I'm falling short, what I need to improve on. Right, right. Because I don't know. It was, it was the same thing. I don't know if I'm doing it wrong. I mean, we had this, we had a conversation about a car that I was waiting on parts and. Uh, I needed to put it on the frame rack. Well, I could have put it on the frame rack. I didn't want to because I didn't know if anybody else needed to go on the frame rack. But nobody else did. I, I didn't bother to ask, but I could have put it on the frame rack. I could have you know, straightened the frame right then and there while waiting for the parts. And then when the parts come in, I could have had it done a lot sooner. Right. Probably about two days sooner. Uh, and that makes a big difference. And if you don't realize that you're, you know, you're putting something off, or whatever the situation may be, you know, you're not going to correct it. And if it's something you want to correct, and that's the big thing, and, uh, you know, you have to want to correct the issues that you're having. Right. Too. That's, that's one of the big fa- factors of it. You know, God gave us the ability of free will. So it, it's more of like an obedience thing. Uh, but nonetheless, if you're going to be obedient to God, you're going to want to correct yourself according to God's will. Right. So as long as that drives there, you, you know, maybe you don't realize that it's according to God's will. Maybe you want to live a better life. Um, I know the book of Proverbs itself. I mean, that will tell you how to live a better life. I mean, it uh-huh. tells you, it, it tells you, it gives you Not everything you need. just the book need. of Proverbs, like, Roman, James, well, Mark, yeah. Luke. <laughs> yeah, the book of James too. Um, That's a, but, you know, while we're on this, 
How about we, uh, how about we start into the intro now? <laughs> how about, how about we, how about we dive into it now that we got okay. a little bit yeah, loosened about, up, you know? You're really going to get a look at what we're about here. Um, so, <laughs> well, okay. well, I mean, we can, all right. So we're definitely going to cut this portion out that I'm talking right now, but, uh, no, I'm leaving it in. All right. Fair. So what we could do is that this whole entire banter that we've been doing for the last, I don't know, hour, uh, something like that, uh, 30, 35 minutes, 35 minutes. It's really felt longer. It did, didn't it? But, uh, so it's because we can... you were talking, <laughs> <laughs> I think you took it up about oh, 30 minutes of that one. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's the other way around. <laughs> um, so really we could cut this out. And kind of just put it on our Facebook of just like a banter, right? right. Of kind of what we're uh, that, you a know direction ish. Yeah, I I don't know. It, it definitely gives a uh, look at what you can expect from us later on down the road once right. we actually get into it. Because the way I'm looking at this is once we get into our introduction, you know, we get the the principles or the fundamentals of Christianity down. You know, we're going to look at God itself. We're going to look at Christ himself. Right, right. We're going to look at the Holy Spirit himself. Then we're going to look at the Bible himself. And then I want to look at the church himself, itself. You know, so I want to break each section down individually and take a good look at these things to get kind of like a set picture of what Christianity should be. You know what I mean? Right. Well, And and then from there, I would really like it to go into... An open exploration. I, I would be careful with saying what Christianity should be. It's what Christianity is. Because, because okay. when, when you say that That's, should be what Christianity should be, it's it's I'm forcing this into into religion or in, into God, right? Rather than letting God be. I actually was listening to a podcast. Oh my gosh, we're, we're just gonna keep going. <laughs> There's, this show's never gonna start. <laughs> that's that's okay. This is great. Uh, we had this set for two hours. I might have to make it longer. <laughs> <laughs> but I I listen to my podcast. You know, Ben Shapiro. I do on the rights. No, I don't. <laughs> ben, hey, there's nothing ben- wrong with plugging somebody when you're trying to say, hey. They know what they're talking about. Hey, if you want to get a good political view, listen to Ben Shapiro. But again, Ben Shapiro at the end of his podcast, you know, he said something, uh, I think it was uh, Friday's episode about, um, I lost my train of thought now. <laughs> I'm wearing off. <laughs> Shoot. I've, I've completely lost. Where, where are we going? Can I don't you know, ben rewind Shapiro. so I can, can, can uh, <laughs> I am not playing this right now. Do you really want to make it that much longer? Oh, um, I don't remember now. So, the end of Ben oh, Shapiro's show. Oh, it got, he talks about how God calls his name, right? What is God's name? I am, right? Or in the uh, Hebrew way, he explained it of I am and I always will be, right? So That, that is great. I like that because, uh, you know, our – our first show after this is going to be about God. Um, so go ahead and go a little bit more into it. Don't get too carried away because we can save it for that show. So, so how about we do the intro because I'm going to keep going and I lost my train of thought so I can listen to the thing and actually take <laughs> notes on it. <laughs> the years have uh, not been because, to me. Well, well, that's funny because I found an article and once we get to that topic, I'm going to 
we're going to bring it up and we're going to evaluate it together. Um, but it, it pretty much, it, 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 I believe it's a, I, I got to do the research on who actually wrote it. Uh, I believe he's a Catholic priest of some sort. I'm not sure where or anywhere, but he pretty much breaks it down to where um, God's name doesn't matter, and God made it clear that it doesn't matter. Right, and it's true, and we're going to get into this a bit more later on. But the way you look at, because God is our Father, right? So when you were growing up, did your dad's name matter to you? He was dad. He was dad. He was father. He. You know, well, and, and it, it, it doesn't really, you know, it doesn't really matter because you're even with your mother, you know, that's mom to to it to a degree. Yes, I I, and, I do agree with what what you're saying and how you're. Well, I'm not saying the name doesn't matter. I mean, there's times where you need to know the name. Well, the reason why I, I say I, I do agree, but I think the reason why it is important that we do know what his name is, is because when it's referred to. Back in the New Testament, or I should say forward in the New Testament, when Jesus calls himself by God's name. Well, if you look at the, in the book of Revelations, uh, where, you know, uh, was it John standing in front of, uh, it was John who wrote Revelations, right? Yeah. Or John standing in front of the throne of God, and he says, you know, I was and am, I am the one who died and who was risen again. That that's God saying, "Hey, I'm also Jesus Christ." Well, and and, and there's there's so again, we're gonna there's there's so much to go into here. I mean, <laughs> as as far as like you know, there's so many people that says that Jesus isn't isn't God. I mean, Jesus calls himself "I am." He does. Yes, he he refers to himself "I am," who you say I am. Right. And, I and, am. <laughs> and, and it also goes into uh, the. Uh, the name Jehovah in that article. And I'm going to leave that for when we actually go over the topic, but it's pretty interesting. It, it, it kind of gave you, if you read it in, in its entirety, it kind of opens up your eyes a little bit. So, um, yeah. So right, let's, so. uh, let's get into the actual show here. All right. All right. So that's going to do it for the episode. Um, I do have something I want you to check out and, uh, hopefully you like it. And I said, Jerry, what are you getting at here? And he said, I love you so much that I would like to ask the privilege of taking my size 11 shoe and kicking your rear every time I see that you're not doing what God wants you to do. (laughs) So what I plan on doing is giving you guys a few bonus shows. Um, Kind of give it a different title, but I really hope you like it. And uh, I'll let you guys know more when I get ready to uh, release the episode. So I will talk to you guys later, and I really hope you enjoyed the show.